Greyhound to trap one. Greyhound to trap one. How do you read me? Over. Hello and welcome to the Trap One Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Pete. I'm Colin. I'm Denise. So we're in Manchester for the Warp Convention, uh, the second of which. Uh, so this is your first time at a convention for a few years, Denise? Certainly is, yeah, and it was wonderful. I'm still reeling from the day. <laughs> it's been brilliant, hasn't it? Some, uh, some great panels. Uh, the first one was about VAM. It had uh, Chris Chapman and Toby Haydock. Yeah, um, it was really interesting hearing the thinking that goes on behind the new Blu-ray releases and uh, the uh, the strategies that they've got. I like the way he, the, when when asked about what what their release strategy was, they said it was a chocolate box and they're just dipping around, giving a bit of everything, which is uh, and they clearly got lots up their sleeves still. Yeah. And we got to see some previews of some new extras. So. Yes, Trial of the Time Lord looks really good. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the Doctor Who cookbook. Um, got a preview of that looks really good and there was a particular revelation on that panel from Toby Haydock oh the Tom Baker yeah about uh, because they started talking about will you ever do the Doctor Who pattern book as a follow up to the Doctor Who cookbook and that got them talking about Begonia Pope that everybody thought was just a a made up name from Tom Baker about his (laughs) scarf but it was not the case she really exists but sadly now is um, is extremely frail and can't contribute to anything but she's real yeah we should definitely make a Twitter handle for uh, Begonia Pope (laughs) Uh, let's get Begonia Pope a blue tick and get her tweeting Uh, so speaking of revelations, actually, did Fraser Hines swear you to secrecy? He didn't, actually, but um, yes, he was talking about and showing his photos from having recently made a documentary about Fury from the Deep. Fury from the Deep? Mm. Yeah. Ooh. So has it been found or will it be animated? Yeah, I would imagine... Oh, amazing if it's been found, but I've, yeah. I've put faith in... I've, I've dared to dream <laughs> such things too many times. But they're cracking on with the animations, aren't they? So if that's on that roster, that would be great. That was interesting what Chris Chapman was saying about the, they changed the way that they fund those. So now they get money from BBC America because it's broadcast over there. And the budget's like eight times higher on the sort of newer ones that get in the Blu-ray releases than the, the sort of the, the Ice Warriors and the old school ones. Um, and he's saying that's working. So as far as he's concerned, they're basically just going to continue yes. and keep doing one every year. So... Um, that's, that's great. really positive um, and by the time they get round to the sort of Heartland Trouton years hopefully all the gaps will be filled so when we get those Blu-ray box sets yeah and it gives a bit of time to find some more episodes as well yes and, oh, the, the question of the the best question of the entire thing was somebody putting their hand up and saying do you think the death of Robert Mugabe now means yes. that we can get more episodes back from Zimbabwe I did yeah. not get that for a few minutes I was like what? Uh, yeah, that was um, Simon, Simon Ibison, who's, who's been on this podcast as well. Um, was there his daughter? Um, oh, was that some, yeah, um, he yeah, does the, 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 uh, the, the, the daddy daughter doctor blog about watching it with his, with his young daughter. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and she had some great roles in the Idiot's Lantern cosplay. <laughs> so. I think there might be a stag party. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think I think, I think it's, uh, it's, so just, it's just Wendy. Wendy can guess our it. location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Cool. So yeah, the other panels, the, uh, the the character options panel, I thought was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what we got to see there was a prototype Yeti, um, which was never released, um, and we weren't allowed to take photos of. But it looked great, and even at the level of detail where the chest panel could be removed, and you could see the control sphere inside of it, and a moon-based Cyberman, which, uh, yeah, which that, never got made. That looked either. really good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was very interesting as well. 
and are they, but are they possibly going to turn up one day or no they never will the Yeti mm. one's particularly annoying because somebody leaked a photo of it yeah. um, which was in the prototype of uh, the negotiations were still ongoing um, and the um, is it Mervyn Hazeman whoever the, oh, the, the, yeah, the writer yeah. of the estate was they were like no, hang on, we haven't signed this yet and pulled out of the deal. Oh, so, no. um, so, yeah, that's a real shame. Yeah, they've got a really fractious relationship, haven't they, with the rights of their things. And, uh, Seems yeah. like it a little yeah. bit, yeah. So, um, Going right so, back yeah. to the quarks or whatever it was. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was a huge fallout of the Dominators being rewritten and losing an episode. Uh, that right. I think, I think set, set them up on a, on a fairly... Yeah. Uh, a fairly strident attitude to letting their rights be used and the hope that the quacks were going to be the next Daleks I suppose yeah. never got over that disappointment <laughs> no no uh, would that it were they could have been the quacks that were everywhere yeah. when, when the new series came back <laughs> so who else did we see we saw um, Mark Strickson and Jeffrey Beavers who were both um, is it Beavers or Beaver Edit beavers, that. Yeah. Edit Because <laughs> um, you said beavers earlier and he didn't mean to about something. Uh, I said, well, we were talking about what panel we were going to see and I said I'd like to see beavers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just Good ru- job, Anthony. Just, just ruining this for you. Good job, uh, Anthony Ainley, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my personal that's, that's your own joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No, um, if you say his surname in a certain accent, anyway. Okay. Mark Strickson particularly was great. He, yeah, he was on, yeah. on his own basically. I mean, with the interviewer, and then the interviewer was just roving with the microphone. And, and, and well, Strickson was great. He was just full of anecdotes. And, yeah. Um, he really took time. I think when uh, we got autographs, Denise, mm. and he was taking time for a little um, little chat with everybody. Um, I got him to sign a picture of him with the TARDIS, and he said, "Oh, this was taken like during my first days of filming um, at the what the setting for the school um, in Morgan Undead." And he was talking about the TARDIS prop was really heavy and unwieldy and took three people to lift. And he's saying, "Wouldn't you have thought that it made it very light for something that constantly had to be moved from location yeah. to location?" So he, he really took his time with everybody. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of really nice chats with him, and uh, it, it was fascinating. I mean, I had talked to people in a way that I'd never thought I would, and it's such a small, friendly convention. Uh, I really appreciated that. It made the day for me. Definitely, and because he's, he's not that common at conventions, because he lives in New Zealand mm-hmm. as well, so you get, get some new... Uh, yeah, he's in Europe for five months for work, so... Yeah, he's working for Channel yeah. 5, he said, didn't he? Making a documentary yeah. for Channel 5, so... Yeah. Did he say he was doing some big finishes when he was here? Maybe not, maybe not. Oh, but sure. No, he talked about the ones he'd done before, and I can't, yeah. I can't remember if he used... What, what tents did he use? Yeah, yeah. when he was mentioning yeah. big finish. Yeah. Or was it... Je- no, Jeffrey Beaver said he's just done one... Yeah. Which may take a year to come out or something. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, they work well ahead of time, I think, don't yeah. Especially the Tom Baker ones. Yeah, Three yeah. or four years ahead. And they've still got a um, another Blake Seven one with Paul Darrow in the uh, yeah. in, in the in the can uh, that's due to come out. Yeah, yeah, his final his final Blake Seven thing, which will be sad, but but yeah. it's good to know that it's still coming. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, Fraser Hines and Wendy Padbury on good form together. Oh, great. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, the um, the anecdote about the uh, the Emperor Dalek. <laughs> it's, um, about the way you'd, um, the, the 
the original dialogue was, uh, was it look at the size of the balls on that one, Doctor? Something like that. <laughs> that was the origin of look at the size of that thing, Doctor, as yeah. a line, yeah. Which he said he changed the script for the two Doctors for that originally mm. it was supposed to be look at the size of that oh, space yeah. station, which I hadn't realised. Uh, yeah. I was giving everybody bars of Norwegian chocolate, so I, I, yeah. gave, <laughs> I gave Fraser a bar and <laughs> he picked it up and said, Wendy, look at the size <laughs> of that really. one. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a bit grumpy until she found out she was getting one as well. So. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred, it's great to see them two on stage together as well. Yeah, and um, and that and off that trailer for um, for the for the box set with uh, with with uh, Ace up, up up the tower was great. Was great seeing that on the big screen. Yeah, and, and it's got a, it's a pilot episode, really. We want to, yeah, yeah, exactly. even if it's just Ace going to meetings, it would still be really exciting. <laughs> It was really good timing that that came out this week with her being a guest, I think, because mm. uh, she, she could talk about that. Yeah. And she was saying she, when she opened the script from uh, Pete McTeague, that she, uh, by the time she got to the end of it, she was crying. I think uh, I've seen other people on Twitter say, they're watching the trailer, um, that, you know, kind of moves to tears by it. It is, uh, yeah. um, it is very powerful, I think. It's yeah, very good. it's yeah. just it just it knows exactly how to grab your fan hopes and, mm. and tease them and, and make your yeah make your hair stand on end a little bit with uh, excitement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because they're talking about Russell Minton, it's his big thing. That um, I guess a bit like Russell T Davies because he worked on Strictly and it's all about kind of uh, you know showbiz and publicity and, and these trailers are getting bigger and more elaborate and it's it's really announcing it with a yeah and it's actually the like releasing a press release doesn't work anymore it's about visual content that can get shared and commented and amplified yeah. all this time yeah going viral isn't it and they know that they're marketing it to a very def- defined audience your average shopper isn't going to fork out for a blu-ray of, of, of this they, they know that it's stock defense but they really do they've got to get yeah. us all excited about it they want as many of us as possible to be getting it they, don't, they know they can't just turn it out because we have already bought these things several yeah. times so they've really got to push it and that's why they can go for the niche material like the, yeah. the Doctor Who cookbook um, uh, and that kind of thing yes. yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, that's the real challenge. I think that's going to become a real challenge going forward. Every- everyone's going to need to uh, to do the Doctor Who cookbook challenge. Yeah, and see if you can the knitting. Li- could, can you li- and the knitting? Yeah, could you survive Hamburg. for a month only wearing clothes that you made <laughs> <laughs> and food that you cooked from Doctor Who novelty books from the mid eighties? Because Toby had to intimate that because there's so many more recipes that there's mm. potential for more of those as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, and the great that we've got India Fisher from um, uh, MasterChef, not MasterChef. Yeah, it is. Yeah, MasterChef. Yeah, Master yeah. yeah. Uh, who of course is one of us as Charlie Pollard uh, on board doing the voiceover uh, in doing a spoof version of her own voiceover yeah. for it. That's going to be really <laughs> good. Cool. Yeah, because I hope the season because we were already getting excited about the season twenty six box set, but the season twenty three one just looks yeah. brilliant. That's Can't it. Wait. Yeah, that's that's yeah. like a month away now, isn't it? And we saw a preview of the um, the Doctor's Table, which was uh, Colin Baker, Michael Jason. Nicola Bryant and Bonnie Langford. Bonnie Langford sitting around the table at the Ivy um, having a meal. So next to you, the same building you work in. Next Colin? is attached to the building I work in, and I, I never saw them. <laughs> so that's but, a shame. Yeah, yeah. You said they filmed Looking for Lenny near you. As they well. filmed Looking for Lenny uh, just uh, by the river in Richmond as well. Oh, so it was yeah. just constantly like look the wrong yeah. way and loads of yeah, like well. big Doctor Who names just walk past. Yeah. We'll, we'll so as, look, a certain Doctor Who who should not be named is often spotted in Marks and Spencer. And, you know, Rich, Richmond is there's <laughs> a few people there. Interesting. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hub. 
Dinty, cool. And well, we've got trains to catch. Sorry, is Broadbottom really a place? She's just making this up. Yeah. It's not a place, it's a state of mind. <laughs> yeah. And on that note... <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.